Uh, I'm just very honest what I have to say. So, and if somebody is very honest with me, I'm very happy. I always say, you know, don't tell me I'm the best, I'm the one because it's not true. Just tell me what you think, really. Don't bullshit. Welcome to High Low with Emrata. Today on the show, we have a very, very special guest. Donatella Versace is here in New York City in the studio. She dressed the set with Versace pillows. I have a Versace water. I'm in full Versace. She's in full Versace. It's Versace day at Hilo. Donatella is an amazing person. Obviously, she's a living legend. And the word icon gets thrown out a lot. But um, I think Donatella is truly, when I think of the word icon, I think about Donatella. But she's also an amazing person who I've been lucky enough to get to know personally in the last five or so years. And I just admire her so much. As you guys are going to see, she has an incredible attitude on life. We're we're going to cover a lot today. We're going to obviously talk about fashion. We're going to talk about her childhood, which I find very interesting. She specifically wanted to talk about bitch era. She'd heard me use the term and, you know, I think I'm in my bitch era. And Donatella says she wants to talk about bitch eras. So we're going to talk about that. Enjoy. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. I can't believe I'm sitting here. I can't believe you're here. Donatella Versace, my dream guest. Thank you so much for coming. You're more than welcome. I'm just so excited to have you here. You're somebody that... I have admired my entire life, um, and then I got to know you as a person and fell in love with you even more because of just the way you approach life. It's amazing, and you're so joyful and so just generous. Oh, so thank you, thank you for. I being can here. say the same for about oh, you. That's so sweet. <laughs> Very special. Thank you. So I sent you some questions before mm -hmm. um, you came in, and the note you sent to me was, I want to talk about bitch era. <laughs> Absolutely. So I think that actually then I was thinking about it, and I was like, maybe Donatella is my whole inspiration for bitch era. Maybe she's the original, the originator of bitch era. I don't know if I'm an originator, but I went through life thinking of bitch era all the time. Yeah. Wait, so tell me what you think bitch era means to you. Bitch era means to be... Um, to fight for what you want, to don't uh, think too much what people are saying about you in, in this process. It's difficult because uh, being a public person, you always have to listen what everybody, the perception of you from of everybody else. But um, I decided I cannot please everybody. So I want to please myself and a few other people, no more. And uh, I want to be myself, you know, take it and leave it. Yeah, I feel like you have such a specific eye and your identity and it bleeds into everything you do not just the clothes and the, the brand but also who your look and who you are as a person in your family 
it's amazing because when you have a million people who have input and voices weighing in on you, it's hard to stay true to who you are. No, I'm, I for me it's very important to stay true. What you are, if you know, if you lose yourself, you know, in this. Especially in the business we are in, it's, it's, uh, you can't please everybody. Always, always mm-hmm. think the same thing. I mean, of course, you have to be, uh, you have the integrity, whatever you do. But uh, if you have a strong point of view, you need to, you know, need to push it, yeah. and you need to share. How did you learn that? When did you learn that? Um, I think it's my personality. I was born like that. I mean, I, I grew up in the south of Italy, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, Women from the South of Italy are like that, you know. <laughs> they are the center of the family, mm-hmm. and they're very strong opinionated, and they fight. We used to fight for what we need, what yeah. we want. Nothing is given for for free. Amazing. Your mom was a dressmaker, right? And yeah, she and... was a dressmaker, really, really good dressmaker. And then she stopped doing the clothes. She started to buying the clothes from all over the world for her store, her okay. boutique. So she went to start to travel to Paris, um, Rome, Milan, wherever, and buy other designer clothes. Wow. And uh, even I remember Karl Lagerfeld when he was alive. Still remember my mother going there. She remembers yes. meeting your mother <gasps> when you were a yeah, child. Yeah, I was a child. He oh remembers my meeting my mother and uh, and buys. Where clothes. was the boutique? It was in the center of Reggio Calabria. Oh she had two gosh. actually. Wow, and it must have been very successful. Very successful, and she did everything by herself. She didn't ask, you know, to my father or anybody. You know, she's, oh she's a self-made woman. Wow. So she went from dressmaker to having a successful boutique. And you were a little girl watching this with your brother. I was a little girl. No, my brother was more involved than me. He was okay. a little bit older than yeah. me. And um, so he was going to... I remember my mother being so upset because sometimes a client tried the outfits on. And my mother said, beautiful. And Jenna said, mm, doesn't look that good. You should try something else. <laughs> Oh my, my mother with the eyes, listen, I'm here to sell. <laughs> oh, oh my God. But we make her look beautiful. Right, you know? because he had strong opinions. Absolutely, strong opinions. He didn't hide. When did he start designing? When did it start turning into something else? He started around 23, 24 years old. He was very young. At that time, people were coming with the, some people were selling in their own city, Paris, Rome, and wherever. Other people were coming around and show what they have, some um, to, to big, big designer too. And Jenny was the one opinionated, very opinionated. Even my mother told me, no, shut up, you wouldn't shut up for nothing. So one person noticed him, noticed his taste, mm-hmm. what he was saying. So he invites him to do a collection for him. Wow, just because he was just, so opinionated. Yeah, yeah. Because he was also in his bitch era. He was totally, he never leave his bitch era, Johnny. <laughs> they want to the end. I think I'm going to be the same. You were both born and will die in your yeah, bitch, we'll die era. bitch era. There's no era, it's just Can your imagine whole life. boring? <laughs> no. another era? No. Yeah, and you were, are, you were a lot younger than him, right? 12 years. Oh, wow. Jenny. So you were looking up to him and... Absolutely. And trying on clothes in your mom's store. I'm just trying to picture baby Donatella. Like, what is her perspective of the world? I was going to school. I was the most elegant baby at school. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those beautiful dresses made for me. But by and, your mother. Yeah, by my mother. And the people like? work for her because she's, she's all a seamstress. And uh, I was my romantic thing when I was little. And then uh, when I started to grow up, 10, 12 years old, Johnny took over me. So I was in my all- patent leather miniskirt, oh. yellow, you know, yellow blouson, patent leather blouson, black boots. I started 12 years so old. That's major. To be. You were wearing patent leather oh, at yeah. 12 years yes. old? Especially <gasps> in the south of Italy. I remember looking at me like, who is this freak? But. That's so cool. <laughs> and when did you go blonde? Because I feel like this oh, was a okay. big moment. This was a process. Yeah. A process because 
I was like 13, maybe 12, 13, and um, Jenny, a friend of his, at night we were going to the atelier of my mother when she, when she wasn't there. Yeah. So Jenny said, let's do a few highlighters in your hair. So from few highlighters, more highlighters, more highlighters, and become almost like this. Wow. And I said, what's going on with you? Nothing. I said, you know, when I swim in the, in the ocean, it's like the salt. Makes my hair oh lighter. my gosh. Oh, because your mom didn't want your no, hair to be no, dyed. No. She was strict. And no. then it went completely blonde, obviously. Completely blonde, I went to confess. And you Jenny. never went back? No. And it's always been the look. Yeah, I feel blonde inside. Yeah. I mean, you have such a good sense of aesthetic and it feels like it's in your blood like mm -hmm. it feels like all the things you're talking about from your childhood are the things that inform the collections now mm -hmm. it's amazing to have that consistency did you ever imagine doing anything else but fashion no i didn't even the time to think about i mean i went to university and i studied to be a teacher oh, wow. of english and italian because my mother was very strict about that you do whatever you want but before you finish your studies you know you have your mm -hmm. culture and um, I studied languages and literature wow. in Florence. But in the, in the same time, Jenny started to do this job this guy in, in, um, near Florence. A few kilometers. So Jenny, every weekend, was calling me, come on, I can I pick you up in the train station. Oh, yeah, you had no chance of staying <laughs> no. in school if you're going it with your brother. It was much more fun. Of course. My brother. Oh, no, my I God. finished my school. I finished my okay, study. Wow, well, <laughs> I didn't. I dropped out. So <laughs> that's amazing. And then when did Versace happen? Well, Versace started in 1978. I was there, I mean, not completely there, but it started in 1978. With, um, it was a great period for Italian fashion and all the big designers like Armani, everybody was, was in that era. And uh, I remember Gianni had to suffer for that because uh, Gianni fashion was always daring, but not daring, was really appreciate the woman body, you know, respect woman and their yeah. personality. So what, what his job was about to make a f woman feel better about herself, feel sexier, more confident. And that time, the mood was to feel chic. Mm -hmm. That's a word Jenny never used in his life, chic. I think of you as very chic, but there is sort of a rejection of the like understated and it's such a celebration of women and their sexuality mm -hmm. in a way that I obviously relate to and love so much because fashion, when I first entered it, they were like, you're too curvy, oh, you know, mm -hmm. you you don't have the look of like whatever. And you were one of the first people who was like, no, she I like does. her. She yeah, does. <laughs> yeah. And you put me in the show, but people had always kind of been like, she's too sexy for fashion. So have you experienced that with Versace? Like, have you Gianni experienced that a lot? Yeah. You know, because um, the other designer, Italian designer, especially were like, all gray and, you know, very understated. That, that was the mood. And Jenny came with this super sexy woman, conscious of her femininity. Jenny mm -hmm. loved women, yeah. you know, and he said, I have to respect them. Mm -hmm. They're not, they can't hide behind the gray suit, you mm -hmm. know. Why well, cover it up instead? Yes, absolutely. Up. Yeah, and you've continued that. Yes. So when you design a collection, I don't think people know how involved you are. Day, day to day. I mean, <laughs> I, I have to say I didn't because I think of you, you know, when people get higher up in a business and a company, you think they like start delegating, they have other people do things. But you're, I mean, I have seen it from every single shoot that it happens. You are flying to LA to look at venues for the next show. You're so involved. What goes into designing a collection? Always, you know, you have to ask yourself, as time changing, am I up to date? What's going on in the world? And that's very important to me, you know, to be to be in tune. 
but you also must like to work. I mean, I don't know anything else than work. All yeah. my life, I work, and I, yeah. I just so bored. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I love. Uh, I com- I'm complain about it, and I'm like, I'm so tired all the time. But I'm complaining too. Oh, too many shows in six months. I've only, yeah. Can you imagine if I didn't have all these shows? <laughs> if I didn't have it, I would be miserable. Yeah, That's me too. Absolutely. Yeah, but I think that's part of being in your bitch era. What was it like to be a woman? I mean, people always talk about fashion and they're like, there's so many women, powerful women in fashion, and there are. And it's one of the things I love about, mm-hmm. you know, working with you and everything is that. But there are also so many men in suits. There are still Absolutely. the bosses, you know. Mm-hmm. I can imagine in the 70s and the 80s, 90s, throughout your whole career, you've had to deal with people kind of disregarding you. What has it been like? Maybe they did, but you know, I didn't. I react. Yeah. You know, for me, it was not a question to please people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a question like to fight for what you like. Right. So you never had to kind of fight for what you. I had difficult moments mm-hmm. with people, but I believe so much in, in what my mission was not only with clothes itself, also to empower women and to talk to a different kind of audience that mm-hmm. just a pretty woman who get dressed to go to a party. Right. Working woman all the time feel so I was like very strong and very and then when you, you know, take it or leave it, I wouldn't change. And also the business people respond to the clothes. So you don't need to prove anything when the customer loves it. Of course if the customer didn't love it would be a problem for me. (laughs) (laughs) Then it would be different. I was lucky. I want to know what the beginning days of the house were like when it was first starting. I mean, you said that it was very loud, different type of brand, but like, what was fashion like in the the late 70s, early 80s? Fashion was was full of rules. Mm. That was, you know, certain rules that you have to have a elegant gray suit with the skirt below the knee and the little bag to be accepted from society or to be believed from society. And then we realized, me and Jenny, that was not true, you know, mm. because the gray suit is for men. Mm-hmm. And we use that to make, you know, look who I am. I'm powerful. I can tell you what to do. Women really need that. We need to, to use our femininity, inner, inner self, and the personality, you know, shall show you who you are. Mm-hmm. So it was not about being sexy, really. It was about being a woman. Right, right. And then you kind of escorted in the supermodel era. Oh my God, that was amazing. Tell amazing, me about it. amazing, I amazing. Know what. I'm trying to imagine in my mind, I picture this like glamorous room. I've seen the pictures of you like in a fabulous dress dancing with JLo. Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> that is like all I picture for the 2000s. And then before that, I picture all the supers and like drinking champagne. And it yeah. was different time, right? It was different time. Mm-hmm. I mean, after each show, we were in my house for a party. I mean, that's a matter of tired we were. Yeah. <laughs> to comment each other, to gossip, everything women do. But they break all the rules, mm-hmm. the girls. They took the place of celebrities. Yeah. Was was not real celebrities at the time. I mean, if they were, they were afraid to show themselves. Right. Maybe actress. So we want to talk about the movie, not about herself, and show herself in a little more um, simple way. We really invent the celebrity world, supermodel. How did that start? What's your first memory of having a supermodel and realizing, oh, this is a new thing? I remember Naomi was one of the first came to us. She was 16. She was just for sleeping myself. These are shoes for sleeping myself. I was working with myself and I was at the time. So they told me about this beautiful girl. And so I, I met her. She was excited like she is now. <laughs> it's not like really? she was shy. No, she's full of personalities. Great, you know. 
talking, speaking up for herself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that because, oh my gosh, she's so courageous. Naomi also is definitely bitch era. She started the bitch era now. She started And she's going to finish the bitch era now. Again, lifelong. She's the queen of yeah. bitch era. You and her maybe yeah, tied. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you started, you had Naomi. And then when did the culture around shows change? And like, it started to feel more like a party in a community. I have to say, really, when it started to change, one when George Michael did the song Freedom and the video with the supermodel. George Michael and Jenny were very good friends. Gianni called George and said he knew he was about to do a video. And Gianni said, listen, I'm here rehearsal, and Natalia's here, and Naomi's here. You know, you should do a video of this great girl. You know, we are amazing, and trying to cross on her, you should do that. And George took it immediately. Wow, so it was because of Gianni. Because and of Gianni, and, uh, you know. Wow, that the video, that these models yeah, were in the video. It was the first time a supermodel was all of them. I mean, Linda, Naomi. It was amazing, and everybody loved it. So it was sort of like the birth of the supermodel was in that video and it was, because it of was Versace. the birth of the supermodel and the celebrity status. George Michael was a celebrity music and uh, yes, I can say Versace started. Also, I think about all the music videos that came after that with all the supermodels. Yeah. Like that, this was the first one. The first one. Wow, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's an amazing story. Yeah. It was, it was genuine. We'll be right back with Donatella. Stay tuned for more High Low with Emrata. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. Obviously, we still have supermodels, but the, the tides changed a little bit. And the J-Lo dress happened. We have to talk about this dress. That's a celebrity moment. It really so was the start was, of the celebrity fashion. I mean, it was the start of the internet. <laughs> internet, yes. It broke the internet address. It really did. How? That's why Google created images, yes. right? Oh, yes. my God. This That's is insane. From that because everybody was looking at that image, J-Lo, and uh, Google had to create It's so crazy images. because people think fashion has to work hard to be impactful when really, like, you think about the creation of Google images was because, because of fashion of the, and because, because of, of what you feature. did. Yeah. So how did the dress come to be? The dress come to be, we did the dress, and then, um, you know, we were thinking about J-Lo, but their skin, amazing, and everything. So we tried to start to open a little bit more, a little bit more until it was here. And really, you know, she also about all about femininity. Uh, she was she's a great artist. She can sing, she can act, she can do anything. She was confident in yeah. a way. And that you saw when she, she wore the dress. Mm-hmm. And the world went crazy. 
the world went crazy. crazy. But still now, I mean. No, I mean, when she, yeah, it's, I still think it's one of, it's probably the most iconic dress. Oh, yeah. What does make a Versace woman a Versace woman? Mostly confidence. Mm-hmm. It's not about beauty, really, yeah. but about confidence. Yeah. And a confidence in her femininity, specifically. Absolutely. And being comfortable in a bitch era. Yeah, comfortable <laughs> in her bitch era. Yeah. And maybe a little bit of an Italian attitude. Yeah, probably. You know, I'm, so. I'm a woman from the south of Italy, mm-hmm. and south of Italy women are very strong, yeah. very opinionated. <laughs> And Woman your, of rules. <laughs> your daughter now works with Versace, yes, yes, and she's lovely and so sweet. But she's also carrying the the torch. So there's all this sort of matriarchs in in the the yeah, DNA. Absolutely, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I was so happy that uh, the confidence of Jenny with me because Jenny was always asking, "What you think? What you think? What you think?" <laughs> was it? I mean, I'm so sorry for your loss. Was it? What was it like to take over the house? I wish it never happened. Of course. I want to carry the house. Uh, a lot of my brother still alive. I mean, it, it was a shock. It was a shock because it happened in one minute. One minute over there, another minute was gone. And I, I talked to him on the phone 25 minutes before he died. So when they gave me the news, I, I said, no, we're joking. That's not possible. I just talked to Johnny. It was like, how could you even accept the truth? I'm sure it still feels that way. I still feel like it's going somewhere, it's going to get back, because it was so sudden. It yes. was, and I think like we talked to each other 25 minutes before it happened. Because mm. he was in Miami, and I was in Miami, it was early in the morning. Yeah. was going to say, I'm going to go to buy magazines, I'll call you when I come back. That's what he told me. Never came back. That's so brutal. I'm, I'm brutal. so sorry. Yeah. There's just nothing. I don't know how human, the human brain can't understand that kind of tragedy. No, the only thing I can think of, the guy was, was sick. The yeah. guy who killed him was sick, but still. And then a year later, you, I mean, you took over, and that must have been bittersweet. It wasn't sweet at all. Yeah. Mostly it was bitter because I said, who am I to, to walk in Johnny's shoes? I mean, Johnny was huge. You know, yeah. you know was a, a super talented designer, super strong, loved women, I loved women too. I respect women a lot. I mean, it was Gianni Versace. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't Gianni Versace, I was a sister. Mm-hmm. But you've now built. Yeah, I try. The and you've, I try. Carried, you've carried the torch and you're also, it's a way of paying him so much respect, what you've built. And it's so contemporary still, because I think a lot of houses do change when the person who started them leaves, you know, but you've carried it and it's turned, it's a beautiful legacy. Oh, thank you. I'm very careful to adjust the look of Versace to this time, in the modern times. It's very, very important to me. I look at women all the time, I would dress in the street, I would dress for a party, I will stay home, you know, it's always looking, because we change women, as you know, we change a lot. Yeah. And uh, we're more confident today mm-hmm. than before. Mm-hmm. And Perhaps there is a lot of women in powerful position, mm-hmm. much more than before. Yeah. So this is all um, something who inspires me all the time. Yeah. I mean, I think that Versace obviously has a bar of excellence, but you also aren't one of those fashion houses who's like snobby and rude. You're not like that no, in general in person. Why? <laughs> I mean, I have to say, most designers are a little bit you know they do this whole it's a it's not my kind of bitch era i don't think of it but it is a little bitchy (laughs) yeah bitch in the sense of bitch is no good (laughs) yeah no it's not to me that's not a different category i start from from the point of thinking that you girls you give me something you know you help me Mm -hmm. it's not like i'm helping you 
you helped me a lot. So I, I respect everybody around me. I'm grateful. That's so nice because that's not always true. And what I love- That is true. <laughs> you guys help, help. Yes, but I mean, I'm just saying that people's attitudes aren't like that. You know, they act like you're so lucky to be in my presence and, you know, yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but you're so humble because you have, I mean, you've built this thing from the bottom up and you are a, a living legend. I mean, so they, it is, you do help the girls as well and the young women who come through your yeah. doors, but you have so much respect for them. Absolutely. Yeah. And even I think about, you know, you had Paris Hilton walk the last show and your relationship to Britney Spears. You've never said, oh, this person is too LA or this person is no, whatever. I never judge. Like yeah. That. I feel like a person, I take a person how she is, how he is, you know. So. And I really have, as you say, a strong relationship with Madonna, no, we're in Miami, she's the house in Miami, so we're always out together. Strong relationship, we still talk to each other all the time, and and also Brittany and Paris and a lot of other girls. You were at Brittany's wedding, what was that like? It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing to see Brittany so liberated, so free, and so, you know, and... Uh, the wedding was very small, mm -hmm. but very beautiful. Very and she beautiful. wore your yes, design. Yes, yes. And the dress for her, for the wedding, for the after party and everything. Wow. So I, I spent a few days with her. Yes. That's so nice. And you've known her for so long, too. You know, I think the first designer she came, she met in her life was me. She came wow. to Milano. She was like 20, 21. Yeah. No, even 21. And so she came to Milano and uh, I was like looking at her. She was, she was in the... I for her career, mm -hmm. but she was so humble, you know. I asked her to do a few interviews for me. I said, of course, yes, give me the list. She was sitting there doing everything, never said no to anything. Wow. She was amazing. Was she was she the face, the face of Versace at that time, or did you, you just were dressing no, her? No, just for dressing her. Okay. For dressing her. Christina Aguilera was the face of Versace oh, for wow. a moment. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> that was, was a These are all my teen yeah. idols, you know? <laughs> like, I love, that was when I was 12, 13. I, those were the women I looked up to, and now I realize they were wearing Versace. Even Beyonce. Yes, of course. I remember Beyonce, she came with the sisters when she was in the group. Mm -hmm. The same time Brittany came, and we were dancing in Johnny House. She was dancing, and it was amazing. Now it's funny to think about how the 2000s are, like, back in fashion. Absolutely. But yeah. you were such a key part part of that look and that aesthetic and now you've you've updated it and modernized it of course but in some ways there's like this really cool way you can pull from the archive and bring it in it's very special we'll be right back with donatella after this break stay tuned for more high low with emrata When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. To everybody who's listening to us right now, I want to announce that Emily, she's a face of the Versace campaign for this season. Ah. And you look amazing. Ah, and you. the pictures are fantastic. I'm so proud 
to have you in the campaign. Thank you so much. I'm so beyond honored. It was a dream come true. And in this particular moment in my life, I feel like for so long, there's things that you have on your vision board where you're like, oh, I would love for this, this, and this. And to be a, a new mom and just starting this podcast and really, I feel like coming into myself and to have that moment as the Versace, the face, I, it's, I could cry, honestly. Oh. It makes me feel very emotional. I mean, I was looking at you in the show, the other girl, we're all great. But when you had some, something more, you know, some more confidence, some more power in yourself, I said, she has to be. The face of Versace. It makes me, I'm, I'm glad that that's what you picked up on because I feel that way. Good. And I think when you, it's so crazy when you're happy and when you start to really feel good about yourself, how everything just shows. So like, if, you can see, people outside can see, even if you don't show intentionally, but yeah. you know, it's visible. It's really nice and thank you so much for having wait me to to be I can't out. wait to see we have to wait till January, January yeah. but now at least I saw I can... it already so <laughs> I have to wait till January I have the behind the scenes yeah, yeah. I told you Sly was on set and he was watching that scene I won't give too much away about the visuals but I'm dancing and he was watching the screen and he like turned to Kat my best friend was there and went mama and uh, then turned back and he loved he it he was so cute he loves uh, Versace uh, yeah he was wearing Versace he was wearing <laughs> Versace it was so cute. And then he went into the dressing room and the girls put a belt on him, which he was wearing. I don't know if you noticed, but he had it on for hours. For hours. <laughs> and then everyone was like, we have to take that back because we need it for tomorrow. <laughs> he was okay. He gave it back. I mean, but... congratulations on the way, you know, you, you teach your son how to behave because he was, I mean, a little boy like that. Yeah. Gorgeous. So he could do anything he wants for me, but it was just gorgeous. But the way he behaves, so educated, you know, so, I mean, you can see, you know, for the parents. Thank you. That means a lot. I do think that kids are sort of like born themselves a so little bit because they just, it's like you can feel it when you're, when you, a child is born, it's like their soul comes into the room and, yeah. you know, you learn them more and more as they grow older, but I appreciate it. I, I'm trying. Oh, <laughs> it's a lot of You're doing work. a great job right Thank now. you. Thank you. Do you have any advice as a mom? Just be who you are. Mm -hmm. I mean, understand the daughter. If yeah. you have a daughter too, gonna appreciate. Yeah, you know? a daughter one day. Yeah, one day. Little girl. Yeah. Yeah. Couple. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> You work with a, a lot of the same people. Like, you really, you guys have a family. Yes, absolutely. You create your own family. Mm -hmm. And so on. family protects yeah. and inspire each other. So. Of course, but when your brand gets so big, a lot of people lose that feeling of, like, it being so intimate and feeling like a family. No, I, I never lose everything. It's very important to have your own family. How do you man maintain that? I don't know. I'm just very honest, I have to say. So, and if somebody is very honest with me, I'm very happy. I always mm. say, you know, don't tell me I'm the best, I'm the one because it's not true. Yeah. Just tell me what you think, really. Don't bullshit. No, don't bullshit. So every, I mean, I've been to the Versace headquarters in Milan, and it's like a huge, giant building. Everyone there is not full of bullshit. <laughs> no. That's good. Yeah. It's amazing. What are some of your favorite campaigns that, when you look back? Well, um... When I was doing uh, working with Richard Avedon, mm -hmm. which is a, a dream for every, many people to work with, and uh, I was going on the campaign, Jenny never came on the campaign, and to learn how it was treating women because he really believed in women, really believed in the very attitude. Talk about he was talking to the girl before take a shot, but the perfection mm -hmm. of the man was like it was incredible, incredible. It's I mean, so amazing. Was they would do one shot. 
what your personal life is like. Is it filled with Versace? What does your home look like? Even if I don't want to, yes. It's filled with somebody makes me it's like, I don't I don't lose my concentration, so I have a lot of Versace things home mm-hmm. and then I go to the office. Um but anyways, not because of Versace. I choose the thing I like from Versace as mm-hmm. well. Um, What's a day in the life like for you, Donatella? Wake up in the morning and do a little bit of Exercise, have a little gym in my house, a little bit of exercise every day, and uh, start to call people. Oh, they call me, what do you think of that? Should we do this? By the time I arrive to the office, we decide that at least three things important. Oh my gosh, wow. <laughs> and you go to the office every day? Or? Every day. Wow. Every day. I like to be close to my team. Uh-huh. And we have a great relationship, all of us. Nobody's scared to talk to me because mm-hmm. I, I, the first thing I request is you need to tell me what you think. Maybe I won't agree. But don't be afraid. Tell me what you think. So I ask what you think, what you think, what you think at the time of day. Because uh, one person cannot do it. You have to have your team and to be to to believe in them. That's so interesting because I feel like you, I mean, you've worked with these amazing photographers. You started basically thinking about fashion. It sounds like since you were born. <laughs> More or less. And, and a lot of people in, in this position that you've built, you know, this empire, honestly, they'd be like, I don't need anyone else's advice. So I think it's really interesting you're saying like- Absolutely, that's not true. Yeah. I, I need advice, I need uh, I need to listen to people. It's very important to listen to people. Also, my team is, we come from different countries, not maybe two are Italian, but the yeah. rest are. So everybody sees things in a different way. So I'm very careful. You have a really like varied POV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I'm taking, I'm learning, I'm taking notes on how to be Donatella's <laughs> bitch era, or, or just also to... Oh, you don't need my notes. No, no, you are. I think I do. I <laughs> yeah. think it's really, I mean, what you're saying is so great because you're like, I'm unapologetically myself. I have my position. I basically don't take shit from anyone, but I also want advice. I also want input and I want honesty. I want honesty. That's the most important thing. Yeah. You know, it's so easy for people next to a person, you know like me to say to please me that's the thing that really makes me infuriated so the holidays are coming up are you going on vacation um do you ever I've, go on vacation oh yes i do <laughs> okay, I, do, I, do. I just came back from a five days vacation oh, now nice. I, I take a little vacation because mm-hmm. as often as i can every few days but no i'm not gonna go on vacation gonna be a family mm-hmm. a family affair for christmas so and nice mm-hmm. that's so nice and miami would you ever live there again no I never went to Miami. I think I think I went once, but not in the, in the center of Miami since that happened. No, I never. It's too too many memories. I understand. 
And then don't look at even the gate of that house. Yeah, of course, of course. So Italy will be home forever. Yeah. I mean, when I, 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 think in, I, I like to say <laughs> I'm a citizen of the world because yeah. I like to travel. I like to travel. Mm -hmm. I like um, America a lot, but I like also other country. But Italy, I realize it's like a, such a, a great country, you know, it's a great history, mm -hmm. um, full of nice people, interesting people. I have to say Italy is probably one of my favorite places, and I think it is specifically the culture in the South that I love so much because there's this appreciation for life, and Italians have a wonderful relationship to their own country, too. They're really proud. They're grateful, and they're happy when people appreciate it. But, again, no bullshit. No. Yeah. So New York or L.A., which one? So between New York and LA, I can say like both in mm -hmm. the same way for mm -hmm. different reasons. Mm -hmm. New York because because all the people around, you know, very busy, they have something to do, they talk to, you know, they have an interesting story to share. LA is more romantic as a city, you know, but I love the attitude of people living next to the sea yes. and the water that's you know, I remember a little bit on the south of Italy where I grew up. Um, so for, I, I would say half and half. Yeah. I would spend my time half and half in LA. That's the reason the next fashion show, um, instead of Italy, is going to take place in LA in March. Wow. So um, it's a long time we do a fashion show in LA, so I'm looking forward. It's kind of a big deal to do a fashion show in LA because brands never go that far. Maybe they'll come to New York, but they don't go to LA. No, but, um, we're going to LA and I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited too. Yeah, you'll be there for sure. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Absolutely. What's next for, for you? What do you see happening? What is your dream for the brand, for? Well, my dream is just to keep this moment going mm -hmm. yeah. and be able to, to listen to people, to meet more people, new people. I'm very curious about life. I mean, I feel very good to myself right now, mm -hmm. uh, apart from the work and everything. But I think I'm, you know, I, I have gratitude for what life offered to me. Wow, but you you also built it yourself. Yeah, but you know, you couldn't do this if you don't have great people around you. And uh, I'm very fond to my team and everybody around me. You are very humble. Am I? <laughs> you are. Not really. No, <laughs> I mean, you're humble in that you are so grateful and you are so appreciative. It's, it's nice to be that way. You can do nothing by yourself. What would you want the legacy to be? Of, of Donatella. My, my legacy is to empower women, mm -hmm. to make them feel fearless, mm -hmm. to give not, you know, through the dress, but through all the Versace history and everything, you know, to empower women. I think we are in a good moment for women right now. Finally, we're really not afraid of anything. We're, you know, we speak up for mm -hmm. what we, for we need, so I'm very happy. What do you think about men? <laughs> Um, We're talking so much about women. What do you think about men? There are so many men interesting. Mm. You know, I think also men change. Mm. Also men change. They're more sensitive. They're more, you know, they think about your needs that before, you know, was the culture that we had to think about men's needs. Mm -hmm. And only their needs. <laughs> and only yeah. their needs. But now, they, you know, I think it was difficult for men to... To in front of them, powerful women, you know, it's still difficult <laughs> to, to understand, like, okay, I can do it on my own, I don't need mm -hmm. you. <laughs> it's a little bit difficult still, but I think we, we, we did a lot of progress. Yes, I think you're right. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't believe we're still in a position where men are intimidated by powerful women. We're still intimidated. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, mm -hmm. and why? Isn't it amazing to be yeah, around absolutely. strong, powerful yeah. women? Mm -hmm. So you've built this empire and 
you know, I know there are so many things that you believe in deeply and you have so much power and impact. What What's that? What are you going to do with that? I know you do so much, but could you talk about that a little bit? I think I'm going to um, put on my effort to help LGBT community because uh, everybody talks about this, but I don't know if we do enough. Mm-hmm. We're, we're still discriminated. And it's still hard looks like people to, to understand completely 100% and it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. It's like people who go through a, a difficult life. It doesn't matter how rich they are, if they're rich or poor, you know, so I want to be more their voice. Yeah. It's, of course, changed the attitudes towards the LGBTQ community, but I know in Europe things are a little bit slower, especially in Italy. Yeah, I mean, it depends on which country you live. I mean, in some countries, we accept and we understand better. In other countries, we don't want to even hear about, you know, mm-hmm. the world is big. Yeah. So I think um, somebody with a voice like you mm. or me I mean, talk about these issues, very, very important. And is that, why is that the thing that you care about so much? For example, I'm a very good friend of Elton John, and my brother was gay, Elton is gay, a lot of people, like the, uh, even if are famous and super famous and uh, accomplished in life, there is always a part of them that has to fight for something. It doesn't matter how famous you are. And can you imagine people who are not famous and living a normal family life and to, you know, to face school and friends and don't be ashamed mm-hmm. of their sexuality? That's really, it, it cannot be like that anymore. Yes. We need to give a voice to the kind of people to be themselves. I mean, it's amazing to see Little Nas X and like the way that we've accepted queerness into pop culture. Absolutely. That, that's so new. And you, you've you championed Little Nas X and also yes. just so many queer icons. Yeah, it was, it was the first time you went out to, to a party with me. Really? Yes, first time you went out, it was so, uh, you know, shy and he's amazing. I mean, he's a great talent, but so also he's an amazing person. I've heard that he's um, very, very sweet. So sweet. Yeah. So sweet. And he had to pivot from being this sort of like country music kids loved him to like now he's a sexual man (laughs) and represents this freedom Mm -hmm. that's so liberating and also beautiful oh he's gorgeous he's so gorgeous gorgeous gorgeous. thank you so much donatella thank you emily i can't tell you I, just, me. I have a great time talking I'm to you. I'm so honored and I love talking to you. And, but, you know, a, a, a lot of the time when we work together, we're working. So we don't get to sit down and talk like that. <laughs> you know, this didn't feel like work today. No, That's good. a conversation between me and you. Good. And uh, again, I'm so proud you're going to be the face of Versace. I can wait for all the work to see. Thank you. I can't wait for the show and for everything you're going to do with your life. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. (laughs) Thank you, Emily. Thank Thank you so much for inviting me. That was Donatella Versace, living legend, incredible woman. She makes it all seem so natural, the confidence, all of it, and really a hardworking woman. I want to hear from you. What do you think about the things we talked about? <laughs> let's talk about the 2000s. Let's talk about the supermodel era. Let's talk about Italy and the attitude that women have about I think what I was really fascinated by was how she talked about really knowing who she is, but then also asking for advice. I find that really interesting. So go to hilo.fm and submit your thoughts. And don't forget, there's an Emrata Asks on Thursday of every week solo episode where I pose a question and investigate it. 
Thanks for listening. High Low with Emrata is a Sony Music Entertainment, Bitch Era Media, and Something Else production produced by Chelsea Jacobson. Our executive producers are me, Emily Radikowski, and Sarita Wesley. Our senior producer is Medina Parwana, and our associate producer is Rachel Choder. Today's episode was engineered by Samantha Gatsik with original music by The Crystal Pharaoh. Thanks for listening.